I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Lantern Rouge Cycling Podcast with Benji Narsen. Today, our 2020 season preview for SD Works 2021. You may have known them as Bulls Dolmens last year. They've changed name. I think Bulls Dolmens are still sponsoring the team in some capacity. They're a Dutch team. Benji, what is Bulls Dolmens? What is an SD Works? Is are these is a Dutch company? Both of them, I assume. Honestly, I don't know what Bulls Dolmens is either. <laughs> I've got no history with that brand. It's a, a Dutch brand. I know what is Dayworks is. I um, use that my uh, my workplace. They um, basically have a website where employees need to fill in when they want to have holidays and also you get your pay slips through there so it's kind of a a web-based platform for a hr business i would say so uh yeah i uh, i think the team can use that but i also often doubt why certain companies go into sponsorships but we've spoken about that quite a few times already i think yeah just uh doesn't really make sense to me too much you know how this works by now 2020 season review transfers some retirements on the books as well for SD Works, as well as picking their cobble team, probably their puncher team for Liege Flesh, and their Giro Rosa team. And I guess the Lacoste team, I mean, it'll pick itself. I think it'll be pretty self-evident with this team. So we don't need, there's no three grand tours, unfortunately, for the women. Uh, but the Giro Rosa is their main, uh, I guess, their main stage race. And I'm not sure there'll be too many american stage races that they'll be able to go to either or even the uh the british tour that the ovo energy one for in britain that's usually pretty good for the women uh, i think that might have already been suspended for the tour of yorkshire but anyway on to their 2020 season 11 wins they were in my view the best team in the world uh they just so consistent across different riders um i think Pretty obvious is Anna van der Breggen, who was the best female rider in the world. We gave her that honour, I think. And also we gave Chantal van den Broek-Black the best cobbler, I think, Benji. Uh, I think that's well, I did at least. Or well, she was definitely in our top, both of our top three. 11 wins, four at world tour level. you got to remember that the women had a lot of races cancelled last year as well. They took flesh. Tour of Flanders, Kent Vavelheim, and Lussemin, as well as the Giro Rosa GC. Um, pretty dominant, Benji. It, what, like, what was the standout from Bulls last year that really, um, how would you describe the team in a sentence? Ooh, in one sentence, that's a difficult one. But all in all, the team is really strong overall, has a lot of riders that they can perform with on certain types of terrains. But the difference with other teams is that they have someone that completely is better than the rest. And that is Anna van der Breggen. And like you say, she can take the victories like mad. And that's more than one sentence, but I'll keep going. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the difference between 
Bulls Dolmans or SD Works right now and Trek Sega Fredo Women is that those teams are both the top two teams, in my opinion, of women's cycling at the moment. And the only rider that they don't have that is like, oh, above everybody's league as well is Annemiek van Vleuten. But all in all, those two teams, the difference between them is defined by their best rider for me. And Anna van der Breggen makes that difference for me. She was the best rider in 2020. She's likely going to be one of the best in 2021. And I think if you look at the victories, the majority of the victories are brought in by her and Chantal van der Broek Black, who, like you say, is indeed the best cobbler out there at the moment. She won both Le Samet and also Rondon Vlaanderen. Le Samet being a race that on the women's calendar is more cobbly than on the men's calendar. So people that come from more of men's cycling and dive into women's cycling might think Le Samet super easy, oh, cobble sprint, easy. But that's uh, not the case here. It, it's a much harder parkour, in my honest opinion. So uh, still a very, very worthy performance in my in my thoughts. But the one victory that I always think is, despite the race not being too entertaining for the first few kilometers, <laughs> flesh well on, the way Anna van der Breggen can just climb up that hill and, and take it with the team just controlling the race the entire time, yeah, that, that's pretty mad for me. But obviously it's not the most the most entertaining race to watch all throughout, I guess. They also had a top three sprinter. They still have her on the team, Julianne Dor in the world. She won a hand with him. But she didn't have a great season, just the one victory, although it was a nice win. I think she, I think Lotta Kopecky and Lorena Vibes showed that they were slightly better than Julianne Dor uh, last year. So, yeah, best team in the world. We're going to decide whether they can continue that in 2021 and going to their transfers, I think it's very likely that they will be able to. So outgoing riders, Katie Hall, the American, and Skylar Schneider. I think Skylar Schneider's joined like the Legion the Legion team. Um, the I'm not sure whether it's like a the Conti one or the other one and she's racing domestically. I think Katie Hall's doing something else. Emily Diederichsen, former world champion, has gone to Trexlegafredo, the Dane, who she's still quite young, but she's just not She's not perform- she didn't perform that well last year, to be honest. Uh, and Yip van den Bos has gone to Team Jumbo Visma and Eva Berman to Team Tibco, Silicon Valley Bank. So not too many wins going out the door, but some big, big riders coming in. So the newly crowned Zwift world champion, Ashley Millman, South African, Ashley Millman Pazio Ralph coming over from CCC, Elena Cicchini from Canyon Tram, good all-round Rider the Italian Roxanne Fournier seems to be quite versatile. I think she'll be a domestique. But the big ones, in my view, are Demi Follering from Park Hotel Valkenburg and Neve Fisher Black from a Keep Full Car. And the other two are, sorry, Nicola Noskova and Anna Shackley, who I think is a young British rider. I haven't really seen too much of her. But Follering, Benji, what sort of rider is she? And uh, what do you think the plan is for her at SD Works? I think she's a healthy combination between climbing but mostly the punching side. I think the moment that I realized, ooh, she's really on top of her game here was Flesh Wallon last year, where she um, was basically the only rider that could keep up next to Anna van der Breggen on the uh, Mur de Huy. In the end, she ended up third, if I recall correctly. But all in all, throughout the season, also some uh, some prop results in, I think, was it La Course? Yes, it was La Course being yeah. third there. That Very ended up consistent. in a bit of a sprint. 
But um, yeah, all in all, very consistent. Came from Park Hotel, not the strongest team in block. So she didn't have the best support all out. I think uh, Hannah Nilsson was like the rider that in, in La Course was helping her out to the best of her abilities. And she's also pretty good at cobbles, I'd say, because Turflan is seventh, Kentwevelgem seventh. So a bit of an all-rounder like you see on many occasions. Chiro de la Milia, 16th. It's like whatever she races, she can get a top 25 as she proves last year. The only race she didn't top 25 was the World Championships. And, uh, well, that was a, a massive race as well. But she probably didn't have her best day there because I'd expect her to do better. Although she's not leader if she's at the the Dutch national yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, goals, I mean so. you, you got to forgive the other other Dutch riders on the, on the women's team uh, in the sort of world and European championships if they're not that blatant <laughs> of Van der Breggen, uh, they're probably justifiably having to work for one of those two. I think they yeah. want her to replace Van der Breggen. So now that's a tall order and she's probably not going to be at Van der Breggen's level this year, next year either. But Van der Breggen said she's retiring at the end of this year. Uh, hopefully if the Olympics go ahead, if the Olympics don't go ahead, she might postpone it. She really wants to go for gold in Tokyo and then she's going to become a director sportif I think at SD Works next year yep. uh, so I think the plan is for Demi Follering to fill that gap and to be that rider she's 24 years old as you said Benji not been on the strongest team shown a lot of just a lot of consistency and if she just is on a better team she's surrounded in these races by Chantal van den Broek-Black Amy Peters in Tour of Flanders, etc., and maybe kept a little bit safer in flesh by, uh, well, I think if she did, if, if Van der Breggen hadn't been there at flesh, I think she would have won. It was only because Van der Breggen clawed her back on Murderhui. So I think I think that's the plan. They're going to get her, yeah, just competing as their leader in a lot of races, except maybe the all-out cobbled ones. But SD Verks remind me a lot of Sunweb, actually, in races like Tour of Flanders. In races like Tour of Flanders, they they definitely just don't have like a set set leader. Uh, they will just attack with like roll attacks if, because all, they'll always get three. It's like quick step as well. They get three riders in a group of seven: Amy Peters, Van der Breggen, Chantal, Chantal Van der Broek-Black, and then they'll just roll attacks, and then one will stick and they'll win. And that's what happened with Flanders. Uh, so I think Volering will fit in there, and then she'll be out and out leader at races that are hillier, like La Course. Flesh, Liège, and maybe Strade. Uh, do you think that's? Do you see that talent level as possible for her, Benji, or you think she's not? That's not what FC Works are going to do with her. I think she's the strongest transfer that came in at this very moment. Of course, Neve Fisher Black. Is that her? How you pronounce it, Neve? Neve, yeah. Okay, that's that's so not how I read that, but okay. Um, I think she's the younger type that they got in, and that. Neve could grow potentially a lot as well because obviously she's 20. She came 12th at La Flèche and so forth. So she's also one of those riders that fits in that same bracket of climbing punchy. Less when it comes to the cobbles at this very moment. Uh, perhaps in the future that changes, but 64th at Kent Wabelham and so forth. It's not like it's the biggest result there. So I think her focus will lie more on the climbing and the punching. And she's got four more years to try and grow into what Volering is currently at. And I think the combination of all these different talents that they've got on this type of terrain means that they can really win almost every edition of this race at this very moment. 
Anna van der Breggen won it seven times, La Flèche Wallon. So uh, she'll likely try and win it an eighth time this year. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, crazy. I think, uh, it's crazy. Like the, it's crazy that they're gonna have Volering and Van der Breggen in the same team in races like Strada, La Course, Flesh, Liège. Yeah. That's just, and then Chicani and Mulman in there. Mulman was a very strong uh, domestique last year. I mean, she came sixth herself in Flesh, but yeah. she worked. She was consistent in Giro Rosa, but I think she was working mainly for Voss at CCC, and uh, sometimes she actually beat Voss in. The punchy finishes. Voss didn't have a best Giro Rosa, uh, but yeah, I think Milan Pascio will be mainly a helper, and they want Vollering to be the the star and the, see how Neve Fisher Black goes. The other transfers, Chicani, I think helper as well. Fournier, mostly the same, and Noskova again is one of, and Shackley are more talent signings, nineteen and twenty three year old years old. I don't think there'll be too much pressure on them. Um, but they haven't really stocked up the cobbles too much, I think, except for Roxanne Fournier. Uh, she's on a one-year deal. She, I think she looks like she's a cobbled style rider, but I think she'll just be helping. Uh, and they didn't really need to. And you've got Amy Peters, you've got Julien Dor, you've got Van der Breggen, and you've got Chantal van der Black. You don't really need to do too much to your cobble team yeah. for the, Bel- or the Belgian races. I mean, it's not too hard. Julien Dor's going for the sprint. And if it's a little bit harder, then that's even better for the other three that uh, of that four. So the transfers, and yeah, Julian Dor and Van der Breggen retiring at the end of this year. And um, I just, it's really sad. I, I do think it's really sad. I mean, I'm not sure whether it's a money thing or a lifestyle balance thing for Van der Breggen, but she's only 30 years old and she was the best rider in the world last year. This just wouldn't happen just straight up wouldn't happen in the men's in men's cycling. Could you imagine, uh, Benji, if thirty year old Froome, like how if he just won like three Tour de France in a row and etc. was like not nah, just hanging it up uh, to be a DS. It just or Sagan in like twenty twenty fifteen. Uh, just, or maybe Sagan might retire early. Actually, he's only thirty or thirty one. Uh, but yeah, just it's a shame. She has been riding it at World Tour level for like. 10 11 years so she's had a pretty long career she's been in the top 10 for like in world rankings for almost nine of those 10 years uh, but yeah i think good for her that she's got a job lined up afterwards but i'd love to see her keep racing um because there's a lot of young talent coming through and it would have been great to see them go ahead but anyway we've still got the one I year left a, yeah i think it's also just a difficult situation because like we we I came from men's cycling as like the sport I watched first and then I dove into women's cycling. And the first thing you don't realize is that in men's cycling, if Richie Port has a kid and he um, he wants to raise a Tour de France, he can raise a Tour de France and fly back the day before his kid is born. You can't do that or if skip you're it. a female cyclist. What, sorry? Or skip yeah, it. Yeah, or skip it, yeah. Certain riders do skip their, their kids being born. And like, female cycling, that's obviously impossible biologically. So... Uh, I think all in all, we that's an aspect that is often overseen when it comes to um, potential early retirements or stuff like that. I think Lizzie Dignan was one of the, the riders that had a yeah, kid she, during her yeah. career, yeah, was okay. off the bike for like a year or something, or yeah. I don't know how long. That's correct. And then she had to come back afterwards. So yeah, it's it, I think it's a situation that we can't really look at from our position. I uh, Yeah, I'm. that's kind of... 
something I wanted to add. Yeah, and I guess that's what I sort of meant by the the life the life balance thing as well. You know, with being a DS, maybe you're being paid a reasonable amount, and it's not that much different. It probably will be a pay cut, but it allows you to be at home and just so much better work like lifestyle balance as well. Um, yeah. Whereas if you're a male rider, top of your top of the game, you're getting paid four or five mil euro. Um, that's enough to support both people in your household very easily and um, DS don't get paid four or five million euro. I don't think Lefer, maybe Lefer <laughs> pays himself that, Benji, and that's why the other people are on 70K. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but I just wanted to make note of that as well. Just to note that, that it is it is unusual and maybe as, as more money comes into women's cycling, which is going to happen and is happening, we will see riders like Van der Brecken having longer careers or even longer careers. But anyway, that's their 2020 season. That's their transfers. 2021, let's pick their cobbled team first, Benji, and let's, maybe let's delineate between Kent Wevelham and maybe some of the sprintier ones and the all-out cobbles like Tour of Flanders and the first women's parry, Roubaix, this year which is a big deal as well. So all that cobbles, who are you picking, Benji? So as leader, I, I'd go for the rider that won last year, Chantal van der Broek-Blag, best cobbler out there at the moment, in my honest opinion. But like we've said it a few times, this team can send a good amount of riders to the reins that also have opportunities to take home the victory if the situation is right. So they can keep on attacking until one sticks, like you mentioned. I think that's going to be the strategy they take on in races like Tour of Flanders. In something like Hendu Evelheim, they can try and attack with someone like, like Van der Broek-Blag, but in the end, if it comes down to a sprint, Jolien Dora can take care of it. She did it this year. And um, I think that's the distinction you can make between those types of races, the ones with the sprint at the end. That could lead towards Jolien Dora taking it, while the others would be won by someone that is more situated on the real cobble sections. And... I think Vollering would also need to be there. She was yeah, seventh in yeah, uh, yeah. Flanders. Perhaps Amy Peters in the team as well, I think, 100%. because she was second, I think. Amy Peters, yeah. Um, so. But she'd also a decent lead out, right? Yeah. Amy Peters is good for just all around. Like, if it comes down to a sprint, she'll be there to lead out, closing closing down attacks. I remember her doing that to Trek Segafredo at the end of a race last year, maybe on a couple of occasions. So, yeah. Julian Dora, I'd have her in the Roubaix team as well, Benji. As, yep. as Ludwig said on the podcast with us, we don't know what Roubaix is going to look like. What if it's just a group at the end? Um, like, <laughs> we, so like, anticlimactic. <laughs> I know, but what, what, oh, a, a reduced group. What if Julianne Dahl is good at Roubaix? Uh, she could be. So, yeah, I would take Van der Broek-Black, Van der Breggen, Follering, Peters, Mulman, Fournier, Julianne Dahl, and if there's another space, uh, probably Cicchini, to all of the cold races and then vary your leader. Uh, or have daughter sprinting, depending on the race situation. Uh, for Flesh and the for the Ardennes now, very similar. But the leaders, I think, are clearly Vollering and Van der Breggen. You, I would also then bring in that team, Shackley, Noskova, Mulman again, and Neve Fisher-Black, and probably Cicchini. I'd leave off Julian Dor. And yeah, Neve Fisher-Black, see how she goes. Maybe put her in a break. She did quite well, I think, in a break in the Giro Rosa stage last year, came second. Uh, which was quite a good result for the 20-year-old. And also Noskova, maybe, if there's space. 
you have any changes to the Arden team, Benji? How do you think they're going to use Van der Breggen and uh, Volring? It depends on which one you're talking about regarding the races. You've got, obviously, the likes of uh, a Fledge Wallon on which you can basically set up Van der Breggen and try and launch her at the end. Volring can... Uh, it's difficult there because you can have like two leaders there, Volring and, and obviously Van der Breggen. But I think on paper, Van der Breggen is clear leader there. So you would put Volring just ahead of the likes of Van der Breggen and try and launch Van der Breggen with Volring, unless the day is, is bad for one of those and on the day the uh, the foam is not like that. But um, with LBL, you can play it a bit more differently. You can try and use someone to set up a bit of a an attack because you've got LBL that has um, climbs but finish in Liege. So in the end, a smaller group could ride away. And we saw that with, I think, Grace Brown. Didn't didn't she win Liege-Bastogne-Liege? Or... No, she won. She came second in Liege behind Diagnan, I thought. I thought Grace oh, Brown yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. You won Brabantz at Bale. Those early attacks like Lizzie Diagnan did, stuff like that you can do with this team because you always have other options behind them. There's just so many extra riders you've got. And the team you set, exactly how I would do it, Molman, Noskova, Van der Breggen, Fullering... But regarding perhaps a race we didn't specifically talk about, Strada Bianche, I'd put the Canadian in there as well, Caroline Canwell, because, well, she was knife there uh, last season and she's pretty good at that terrain. I'm not sure whether that's because she's decent at the, um, the sandy aspect of it or the hill aspect of it. I think it's a combination of both. And if there's a space left, then I think she could fit in the uh, Ardennes team as well. And maybe Roubaix. She seems to be a decent time trialist. Uh, maybe Roubaix. She could be pretty good as well, experienced. That's, uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea either. Um, yep. Might put her in. Good point. Uh, so on to the Giro Rosa. Uh, Lacour's team, I think it's going to be similar to their Liège team as well. Van der Breggen and Vollering as leaders. Uh, no differences there in my view. Giro Rosa. Depends on the parkour. Uh, well, the Giro Rosa's not been, it's not a world tour race anymore, Benji. So I don't know how that yeah. this year, I don't know how that's going to affect whether they care about it as much. Like, what do you think? <laughs> no, seriously. I don't know. It's like, we've got, we've got Tour de France coming next year for the women. And it'll be a proper, like, I think six to eight stage race. So do they care about the Giro Rosa? I think this year is the one year where it will still be seen as the Grand Tour for female cycling. Because outside of this race, you've got quite a few stage races, but nothing like the Giro Rosa. And if that changes next year with that female Tour de France, if that happens, I hope it does. They pretty much confirmed it, but you never know. Something might happen in between now and then. I think with the Giro Rosa... No, they confirmed it. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Giro Rosa in 2021 is going to still be that that race that it was before. The fact that it's not a world tour race anymore. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, it, it wasn't presenting anything like world tour anyway. Like, it, it wasn't broadcasting it the way a world tour race would be doing. So, is it changing anything from the outside? Probably not. Is it changing anything for the organization? Probably financially. So, yeah, I think I think the riders won't, won't bother too much about the, the switch in uh, division for this race in 2021, personally. Well, and when Van it comes to the team for that, well, Van der yeah, is not Van der is not going because really it, it finishes on the eleventh of July, and 
the Olympics starts on the 23rd of July. So that's yep. less than 14 days. And I don't think Van der Breggen gives two shits about the Giro Rosa compared to – like the Olympic gold is what she wants this year. That's why she hasn't yeah. retired yet. She, I think she was supposed to retire last year and she's clearly not going to jeopardise that um, with the Giro Rosa, which probably won't even be televised. So should we, I think she'll skip it and they'll give opportunities to Neve Fisher-Black uh, Probably, I don't know who's going to go with the, in the Dutch team too. Maybe then the Vollering and Vandenbroek Black will be in the Dutch team as well so that they'll send like a really young squad. And then Mulm and Passio yeah. will probably want to go to the Olympics for South Africa. So maybe they'll have a really young team like... You'll Indoor for Belgium for Trek, right? Yeah, Cicchini for Italy. So maybe Neve Fischer Black will be their leader in the Giro Rosa and Noskova like- and, and Shackley. We'll have four four women teams at the start of Giro Rosa at this point. <laughs> well, no, now that I'm thinking about it, like all these women on the top level world tour teams are yeah. all the lead. They're all the leaders of their respective countries. Like Lizzie Banks is going to be there for Britain as long as long with Diagnan. Surely they would all want to be at the Olympics instead of an untelevised Giro Rosa. So yeah, maybe it really will be unless there's like confirmed. If you're vaccinated, you can rock up three days before, not a problem. Then the Giro's would be a nice preparation for it. But um, that's something definitely to think about and to mark down as something that could change throughout the season and will definitely affect the Giro Rosa team. So we, we've kind of not picked a Giro Rosa team. I think it's going to be the youngsters. <laughs> you, do you think it's going to be the youngsters? I think not? the race is going to be moved. <laughs> I don't believe they're going to keep it in, in that date. Yeah, I mean... How could because I'm like, oh, they'll send Neve Fisher Black, but then it's like, oh, well, wouldn't Neve Fisher Black be leading New Zealand along with Michaela Harvey at the road race? So, or Gold yeah. von Vleuten saying something along the lines of the, the race should be moved, but I don't know to what date or I don't know in what form. So, yeah, I think we'll we'll have to put this on a hold, but okay, yeah. if if Girosa was done with these riders available, who would you send? With all of them available, I would send Van der Breggen, Vollering, Neve Fisher-Black, Giacchini, Noskova, Shackley, and Mulman. And Peters, maybe. Okay. And depending if there's a couple of sprint stages in the parkour, Dora. Yeah. It obviously depends on the parkour a bit as well, like you say. If Uh, if there's more sprints, you're in Dora, but yeah. Yeah. If it's all uphill and there's one... And Weber's going, I probably wouldn't be that enthused about taking Dora. Yeah, and it's also like, what if it gets moved to like, let's say April? It's on the same days as the Cobble Race, so then you've got that problem. So yeah, I don't think it's going to be too easy to move the race either. So uh, all in all, yeah, it's a, a difficult discussion. I think we're going to see more of that in the, in the coming weeks because I I can't expect the... Uh, the UCI to just skip over the fact that well, nobody's going to be at the Giro so then well, well it's not UCI probably doesn't anymore. care, but yeah, yeah, UCI doesn't care anymore, but the organizers will. <laughs> I mean, the Giro Rosa, it's it's been like it's been a bit shit. They should have had the the live streaming yeah. last year. But that being said, it's not a big organization that runs that race. I'm pretty sure it's a not for profit. I may be wrong, but I it's not like a big like a big nasty corporation that was trying to squeeze profits. Like I think it was just a bad situation and they didn't know how to make the Handle race it. economically viable um, as like the biggest women's stage race. So ASO next year with 
women's tour de france that'll be better i think and we've got the paris bay as a taster for that this year uh but yes. on to our predictions benji 11 wins last year in a full season in 2019 they picked up 18 wins by the way they weren't even a world tour team last year they were a conti team <laughs> which is outrageous <laughs> because they just i don't think they wanted to pay the, the license they, they want to pay the uci license so they're just a conti team but we're the best team in the world um and they knew they just get an invite to every race so <laughs> but anyway the world tour team now which is actually good that means there's guaranteed salary minimums for their riders which still is pretty low but it's moving up i think in years to come but yeah 18 wins 2019 11 in 2020 in a shortened season and like 26 in 2018 i'm setting the over under benji again at at 12 because i i'm being a bit cynical about the number of women's races that will be cancelled so i'm saying 12 wins is the over under i think under and the reason i think under is um Currently, our view on the Giro Rosa, because if the Giro Rosa gets written, then I think they can have that amount. Uh, I think the majority of their wins will come from Cobble and uh, and Hill races. So a Fledge Wallon, perhaps a, a Paris-Roubaix, because that's one of the predictions I'll make, is that I think this team is bringing the winner of Paris-Roubaix in 2021. Yep. Um, I think the majority will come from those types of races, not necessarily the big old climbing stages. Uh, because well, Annemiek van Vleuten, her uh, her arm is probably fixed by now, so it'll be tough to beat her on the real climbs. But yeah, I think it's gonna be under. I I don't believe they've, I've I've I think they've got the best team still, but I don't think they have an unbeatable team. And definitely not. With the focus of Underbregen lying mainly on that Olympics, I think the rest of the race will be on a second degree this year for her. Which means that, yeah, the drive to win all the races she rides might not be as much as last year. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to do really well at the cobbles coming up, but then there's other riders that are have been improving in that re- aspect as well. Trekker absolutely firing. Van Leuten's moved over. Yep. Voss, new Jumbo Visma women, which we'll do our previews for. I'm going to agree with you under Benji. Uh, I'm going to agree, but I think the wins they do get will be top caliber because I think the main races that will be held will be top caliber races and they'll be the ones that Bestie Works go to. So I think it's going to be like 10 wins, but like seven of them will be world tour level or something. Um, I guess it depends because I'm looking now, does it, do the Luxembourg National Championships road race and ITT count for Majerus? I guess they do because it's going to be too, too guaranteed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going with ten wins overall. Any hot takes, Benji, for uh, SD Works? If the Giro Rosa gets written, they won't win it. But it's not really a hot take with Van Vleuten running around, riding around. Uh, yeah, it's difficult to put up a real hot take. I think Nee Fisher Black will uh, will break through properly already. Properly already. My hot take is that. Yeah, Neve Fisher Black will podium a world tour race like Liège or Flesh or the Giro Rosa GC. I think she's quite good, 20 years old, improving. I think, 
I think Van der Breggen won't have as good a year as last year. I think last year was just insane, and as you said, she'll focus. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Van der Breggen's winning flesh. And yeah, I think she's, I think she's not going to win more than one race this year. Oof. Yeah, I don't. And think which Van... one will it be? Olympics or? Yeah, does, I don't think she's winning one race. Uh, uh, sorry, I think she's winning one race on the women's calendar, not including the Olympics. Okay, which one? I don't know, but that's not many. One race <laughs> for her. <laughs> that is but a hot take. So uh, that's, that's my hot take for Van der Breggen. Nothing against her, obviously. I think she's fantastic. I just think just that's just might, might be uh, what happens with her this year. But that's been our SD Works preview. I hope you enjoyed. It. I actually really enjoyed doing this one. It really yeah. actually ref- it's really refreshing for us to think about a different calendar and different riders. I really enjoyed it actually because. Um, 18 or whatever men's teams, a bit of a grind and doing the different, the different races the women do is, is nice. Actually. Do you feel the same way, Benji? Yes, I do. And it's, uh, it's something we wanted to focus on a bit more this year as well, because last year we focused on the races, but a lot of people that watch us are watching it mainly for the men's calendar and the men's races, but also are interested in the women's races. So this might give them a bit of a, a preview of, which riders ride for which team, who can do well at which races. And I think that will help with following the uh, race recaps and previews we do for, for the big races in their calendar. Definitely. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you with a preview tomorrow of another team. Ciao. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.